basically. Well, our next guest is a giant of Australian publishing as the CEO of Melbourne University Publishing. She turned that publishing house into an absolute powerhouse, but she's courted a pretty significant degree of controversy here in Adelaide on debut as the director of Writers Week, which is part of the Adelaide Festival. Louise Adler is doing a three-year stint running the festival, and she's off to something of a flyer in the controversy stakes, generated by the presence of two Palestinian authors, Muhammad al-Kurd and Susan Abalawa, who um, between them have used some pretty florid language aimed at people who support the state of Israel. Uh, Muhammad al-Kurd has described Israelis, uh, among other things, as sadistic, bloodthirsty pigs. He's made comments about Kristallnacht, which was obviously the... Uh, the, the two days in 1938 where the roundup of the Jews began uh, under Nazi Germany. And uh, Susan Abalawa has also made some pretty uh, provocative comments about the war in Ukraine, the illegal invasion of Ukraine, suggesting that it's Ukraine's fault. She's defended Putin. And she's also said on social media that it's possible to be both a Jew and a Nazi at the same time. Louise Adler very kindly has agreed to talk to us about this controversy. Louise, thank you so much for your time. Um, yeah, good morning, David. Now, look, Em, I think that was a fair setup because these two authors, they have said those things. They have said other things too that have caused a lot of distress. I guess my first question to you would be when it comes to freedom of speech, what's the line? Because a lot of people say that these two people have crossed it. I do think it is a complex issue, um, but I have to start by saying, um, you know, you've quoted um, uh, or alluded to social media feeds from those two writers. And when I said about programming the 2023 Adelaide Writers Week, I certainly wasn't reviewing people's Twitter feeds for whether they were worthy of inclusion in what is a literary festival. It's not a festival of politics. It's not a festival of ideas. Of course, there will be ideas canvassed in Writers Week. But we're talking about writing. We're talking about the craft of writing. We're talking about the relationship between passionately held views and the way one might express it in poetry or, and, or, or, or novels or fiction or nonfiction. That's the heart of a writer's festival. It isn't based on people's Twitter feeds. You know, and I know, and I think your audience knows, that if you're going to expect nuanced reason, debate and analysis from Twitter, the Twitter sphere that you deluded. But people, people are judged these days in 2023 on the totality of what they write and that includes a, a, across the whole political spectrum. People are pulled up all the time for things that they've posted on Facebook mm. or things that they've said mm. on Twitter and it's not like these people have made one comment that's been seized on by their critics for political reasons. They, there's, a, there's a demonstrable pattern of behaviour here and I just wonder if something like Adelaide Writers Week would be hosting an author who had written repeated tweets saying that all Arabs were sadistic, bloodthirsty pigs or had, had repeatedly used something as loaded and historically vile as the Holocaust to, mm -hmm. to ridicule people the way that they have. Well, I think um, these writers are in their social media feeds passionate, angry, frustrated, enraged, and using language which is their prerogative to use in that space. And all I can say is that I think that um, from my, my own point of view, it is important to have civil discussion about these matters, respectful discussion. 
certainly Adelaide Festival and Adelaide Adelaide Writers' Week has a zero tolerance for racism, Islamophobia, anti-Semitism of any kind. It is unacceptable to us. But where there's criticism and it's expressed in passionate or heated ways, first of all, we live in a democracy, David. Thankfully, you and I and our, the Adelaide audience, we live in a democracy. We can choose not to attend sessions that are offensive to us. We can uh, choose to attend and engage in respectful dialogue. That's the place and the space that's offered by Writers' Festival. So that's, for me, a very important principle, is A, zero tolerance for racism, but B, an open dialogue, a brave dialogue about ideas that some of us might find upsetting, disturbing and confronting. And I think that's very important to hold that value. I, I would beg to differ, though, respectfully, Louise, with your term zero tolerance, because I think that what you're actually appositing is partial tolerance, because you almost seem to be saying, well, that's just what they said on Twitter. Let's just pretend that it's not there or, or, or downplay it as the result of them being angry or upset. Like they, these, you, you are tolerating comments which a lot of people regard as nothing other than racist mm. and hateful. So I don't, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, David, I don't think that's what we're doing here. I'm quite sure that's not what we're doing here. We've invited people because of their literary output there and published their published work and that's highly respected and published by highly respected publishing houses. That's our focus. It's a literary festival. As I said, it's not a festival of politics. And, and these questions, I mean, they are burning questions today. We have the First Nations people um, clamouring for inclusion in the, in the voice to parliament. We have the invasion of the Ukraine. We have Palestinians who are under occupation. Those questions of dispossession, land, homelessness, reconciliation and exile are themes that we will explore through literary work, through discussion. Is poetry the only form we can use today? to talk about matters of the heart and of despair. That's the place and the, you know, if you like, the high point from which we want to engage in this conversation. And we, thankfully, get the opportunity to curate a program that attends to those issues. They are heartfelt, they are deeply emotional, but they're also um, an opportunity for reasoned discussion. Louise, you made the point that you had an opportunity to review every contributor to the, the Writers' Week's Twitter feed and social media. Had you been aware of the comments that these writers had made previously, it sounds like you still would have invited them anyway. Yeah, because I don't, I didn't, but my um, invitations to people, um, you know, from all sides of politics and, and, and all sides of, you know, the um, attitude. I mean, we've got lots of people who have got different views on different matters, whether you're talking about sexual politics, whether you're talking about international affairs whether you're talking about whether hope is possible in the 20, 21st century. We have people with differing views. I've looked at their literary work. I've looked at the, the, the publishing that they've done, the work that they're bringing to an audience in Adelaide in the Pioneer Women's Garden next week. It doesn't feel like it's a huge diversity of opinion to me, Louise. I mean, when we spoke the other day for the newspaper piece, you were, you were talking about how you think writers' festivals shouldn't be safe spaces, they should be courageous spaces, they should be provocative spaces. But it feels to me like all the provocation is running one way here. I mean, have you got a speaker who's doing a session called In Defence of the Existence of the State of Israel? Um, As I said, I'm not in the business of curating. I'm not curating a festival of politics. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, these these writers... So it's just an accident they all agree with each other. 
It's not, it's not a question of that. I think there's huge diversity. I think even if you talk to Palestinian writers who are there, there's a great diversity of views. Well, well, who's one that has, a, has an opposing view? But I'm not here to do it. I'm, but you I'm just not, you're, you're positing that there's debate. a whole diversity of opinion, but you can't name one that has an opposing view to the vast majority David, here that are critical David, of the state of, Zion, uh, of Israel. David, I'm not here to create a debate on issues to do with politics or international affairs. That's not the place that the writer's week inhabits. That doesn't seem to me my opportunity. If you want that sort of dialogue, you go to Q&A, you go to any number of forums. There are lots and lots of opportunities for debate of what constitutes, you know, a position on the occupation or on the legitimacy of the state of Israel or the invasion of Ukraine or whether our First Nations people deserve, are entitled to a place in the Constitution. I mean, those debates can happen elsewhere. We're talking about literary craft. We're talking about process. We're talking about how you express yourself when you come to use your literary imagination. That's the point. I'm not, I'm not up, Writers Week is not a place for a political discussion. We're concentrating on the craft. Mm. What does it mean to express your despair in poetry or, or, or fiction or nonfiction? That's what we're interested in. I'm interested in having a conversation. One of my sessions is, is titled, um, um, Have We Learned Nothing from the 20th Century? I think back to the First World War, the Second World War, Vietnam, Hiroshima, all the tragedy of the, of the 20th century. And when I look at the destruction in U, the Ukraine, I despair. Have we really come to such a place where we accept as an international community that those, that can happen? That destructiveness, that disruption to life, the tragedy of that can occur. Well, that's the theme that I want people to engage with in terms of their literary and creative imagination. And yet the two the Ukrainian writers who were participants in the festival have pulled out? Well, tragically, because they object to one individual, Susan Abelhawa's tweet. And my view is we are a place for civil discussion. This is really important. If we only come together, David, with people that we agree with, we might as well give up on the public conversation. That's my concern, that the public sphere should be a place of civil, respectful debate about ideas that might be challenging, might be provocative, might be upsetting even. And if you don't want to engage in that, thankfully we live in a democracy and we can choose not to. Louise Adler, the Director of Writers Week here in the Adelaide Festival. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, David. There you go. I was copping a bit of... Yeah, bit sorry, of incoming sorry, there. Sorry from about your that. questions, Will. Sorry about that. <laughs> Which well, finally happened the other way around. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you think, folks. Um, I agree with her broadly about the freedom of speech principle. I just sure. don't think it's being applied consistently, and I don't. I don't think you can sort of pretend that this Twitter barrage of comments somehow can can be can be sort of set aside. I can think of plenty of conservatives who've been crucified for less. Well, at, at, I'll tell you, irrespective of your political alignment, Australian law holds the internet as a carriage service. Yeah. You, you, you tweet something hateful, it's the same as writing something hateful. I mean, one of the things that guy said is that you can tell that Israelis, that Jews, that Jews shouldn't be in the Middle East because they get sunburned. Hmm. And that you look at, you can tell just from looking at their skin oh, colour. I'm sure. Like, that's an appalling thing to say. It's making a racial profiling based on the colour of somebody's oh, skin. Setting that aside, he's here to talk about, you know, he's a good poet, you know, though. writing skills. Yeah. Excellent. Mm.